Welcome to another podcast on the AEC channel. I'm your host, Ralph Bond. Recently, the U.S. Supreme Court blocked an Environmental Protection Agency regulation meant to limit emissions of mercury and other toxic pollutants from coal-fired powered plants. And many states challenged the EPA proposal, citing extreme cost burdens it would have imposed. In this podcast, I asked Emma Stewart, head of sustainability solutions at Autodesk, for her reaction. And as you will hear, she feels it all could have been avoided. Emma, I understand you'd like to offer ideas as to how this situation might have been avoided. Sure. Thank you, Ralph. It's very typical for new regulations to be put to the standard of both appropriate and necessary, and the CLEAN Act is no exception. Uh, So the EPA is well-versed in the need for doing cost-benefit analyses uh, like that that the Supreme Court pointed to. Unfortunately, in this instance, the cost-benefit analysis was done uh, from the view of the court uh, too late in the regulatory process. And I think the situation uh, where we find ourselves now, uh, where industry, the private sector, even the states are not certain as to when compliance will be absolutely required, could have been avoided. And I say that because the practice of cost-benefit analysis has come a very, very long way in a very short period of time. Uh, Those of us in the software industry, in fact, have ventured into the exercise of cost-benefit analysis and trying to bring some of the power of technology uh, to that very sophisticated uh, calculus. The benefits of doing that mean that the EPA could automate this process to a great degree, and they could also make it iterative, meaning that the critique that they did their cost-benefit analysis too early in the process would never have been an issue. They could have run the cost-benefit analysis as early as they liked, at almost no cost, running the analyses in the cloud, and then they could have done so iteratively throughout the formation process for the regulation. Another benefit of bringing cost-benefit analysis to the cloud and delivering it through software services is that the valuation and the studies behind the values in cost-benefit analyses can be made transparent. So, in fact, one of the concerns raised in the court case was that the EPA's estimates of the benefits of the new mercury rules were well into the billions of dollars. And, of course, not surprisingly, uh, industry groups uh, reluctant to comply with this new regulation had different numbers, much smaller numbers, as to the benefits and claimed that the cost, therefore, outweighed those benefits. Well, by being much more transparent about the values that are used in cost-benefit analyses and allowing users, uh, of this case in, in the software package, to dig into where those values come from can create a much greater level of defensibility and also comparability between, say, the EPA's numbers and the industry group's numbers. And that brings me to a third point, which is, By bringing cost-benefit analysis into uh, cloud computing, it becomes much easier to standardize. Typically, today, cost-benefit analysis is done um, by highly qualified and quite expensive economist consultants. And by taking their knowledge and their know-how and uh, codifying it into software, one can begin to standardize on the types of statistical analyses that are used, 
the valuation studies that they choose to cite, and which societal impacts are taken into account. For example, many cost-benefit analyses are quite narrow in scope. Those done by the U.S. Department of Transportation, for example, are very good at considering safety, but they vary it to the degree that they consider the wide range of other impacts, noise, human health, or the impacts of a transportation project on the local or even the global environment. So by moving uh, cost-benefit analysis into the software realm, we can begin to standardize these methodologies and make them much more comparable and much more defensible. One way to do so is to simply insist on the best available economic literature and to tap into the peer-reviewed meta-studies that are increasingly available uh, on issues like the social cost of carbon. And then to present the results not as a certain uh, single digit, but rather uh, in the form of a range and pointing to the median as the most likely value that, upon which many people can, can agree. So I think this combination of making cost-benefit analysis something that is automated and iterative, something that is transparent and standardized, um, by bringing it into the, the realm of software, of course, with a heavy hand by the user, could have spared the EPA the trouble that they now find themselves in having to reboot their cost-benefit analysis exercise. Stay tuned for more podcasts here on the AEC channel. I'm Ralph Bond for Autodesk.